Hey guys, so before you get into this episode, after listening to it, I want to make sure that I am doing the responsible thing because I am not a licensed psychologist, you know, psychiatrist, therapist, doctor, etc. But I am an expert of the relationships that I've been in and the experiences that I've had and one character in particular who I uh, discuss on this podcast and I have been using the term narcissist, the mental and personality disorder that it is. And I know this because of the research that I've done and the code that I crack. You know how you you figure something out and you're like, oh my gosh, my mind is blown because you finally realize this person is this. Like they match everything that you've researched on what a narcissist is. And that is the bulk of what I'm talking about in this episode. And I've talked about it, of course, in many episodes prior, but I want to provide you guys with some resources in case you are interested in learning more about this mental slash personality disorder of narcissism. So please look look at the link that I provided in the show notes. I provided uh, some links to start your research on what narcissism is and what it looks like. It's not uh, gender bias. It's men could be narcissists, women could be narcissists. It could be a mother and child relationship. It could be in a romantic relationship. There is, you may have come across one or two in your lifetime. And because I've had such an intense experience with this particular narcissist in my life, who I finally cut cords with, I just feel the need to just shout it out on at rooftops because of the the empowerment that I feel in recognizing what it is and recognizing that it has nothing to do with my self-worth. The way that I was treated in this prior relationship, I always question, wow, maybe my worth, maybe my self-worth is not that great and this is why he is treating me this way. When in all actuality, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. And, uh, you know, narcissism is real. So I hope that you guys just take that, take that into account in case you have experienced anyone who falls under this umbrella of narcissism and uh, try to not apply it to you. So oh, child, this conversation will continue because it's just such... It's so big because when you when you like when you when you're playing Nintendo, right? You're playing Nintendo. You're cracking a code. You get to the next level. And you realize, oh my gosh! Had I known this code, I would have solved all of the bad boys prior. You know, like there's there's this aha moment that you finally reach once you realize that this person is a narcissist. This is like. This is a disorder. This is a mental illness. This is a personality disorder. This is a disorder altogether. So anyway, please check out the the resources that I provide in the show notes and enjoy this episode. Goodbye. Well, well, well just keep on listening. Okay, bye. <laughs> and one more thing, just one more thing. I have a previous episode. This is episode 107 featuring the comedian, TV star, 
and TV talk show host Yamanika. And it's called, the episode is called Don't Be a Sabbatical Ho. <laughs> Funny title, right? Funny title. I want you guys to go back to that episode or go to that episode if you haven't listened to it. It provides more context on narcissism, our personal experiences with a narcissist and how it impacts your your own mental health. So please go to that episode if you haven't listened to it. Go to it or listen to it again. Leave a comment, like, share, review, you know, share it to a friend. This is important information. It's so knowledgeable. When you go down a YouTube rabbit hole of what this disorder is, you're just like, you're mind blown. And I don't know about you guys, I love learning. I love learning. I love getting to know things. I love getting to know people. I love getting to know myself. I love self-improvement. I love all of these things. And I want to understand how people are the way they are. And sometimes it could leave me to a detriment because I'm thinking, oh, well, because maybe I am an empath and this could be, well, I, from my research, this is something that attracts narcissists. But anyway, I'm going, into, this is supposed to be a whole disclaimer. I'm just saying, if you want to listen to episode 107, I recommend that you do so because this features Yamanika, who shares her own experiences with a narcissist. And that is all. Okay, bye. Enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host, Maxine, on episode 119. What's poppin' slime? Um, Okay, so... I'm happy to be back. I missed the mic. You know, I have a lot to share on this episode, so bear with me. I want to start off by saying, okay, last week I took the week off, of course, because it was Cinco de Mayo, and I wanted to take a break, a quick break, so welcome back to me. Um, Let's get into these topics. I want to start off first by discussing the energy in the air that suddenly transpires when you've moved on from someone and you are now with a new man, a whole man, a secure man, a man man, right? And you get a message. You get a message. This is a case from an ex. This is a case from an ex 101 and I just there's some there's a, there has to be a science to it there has to be because every time and this hasn't been many times i've like really moved on from someone and i've moved into someone else's space or energy like or really like someone else like the door has always been open for me when it comes to previous bows but or some of them one in particular but <laughs> this time i've really done the work in moving on from a previous bow and a previous bay, and to really have done the inner work of it all, right? To really come to the point where, okay, I've I've embraced the fact that this is not what is serving me. This is not a healthy situation. I can't change this person. I must move on for my own sanity, and I hope and wish that he gets help. Right? And of course, who who the fuck am I talking about? 
fuck am I talking about? Who am I talking about, y'all? Just type it in the comments. Like, there's no comments, but Boston Bay. Now, but Mama, and again, this is a, a nickname that I always had since I was a kid. Mama, I, I thought you blocked him, Mama. I thought, I, I did, and he still is blocked, and he will remain blocked on social media. But I, I want to say a few weeks ago, I don't know the time frame, but it was a few weeks ago, I decided to unblock him from my phone number, right? Why did I decide to do that? Let me just make it very, very clear. It was not because I was trying to fill it out or it was not because I was sending him texts and seeing, you know, what, you know, what the word is, right? It was nothing. It was, I just felt the need to do it. There was, I just felt the need to do it. And you guys, are, you guys know I'm very kind of like woo-woo, spiritual, and very like I'm connected with myself. And I just knew I needed to unblock him from my phone because I needed to see when, and not if, but when he would text me again and how I would react for my own self-growth, for my own acknowledgement of the growth that I've experienced, right? You know, if, I, if I'm saying, oh, I'm over this guy and or I moved on from this guy and I've accepted that this is not who I want to be with, who I want to spend energy, energy with, who I want to <clears throat> give my time and my my all my essence towards i should not be affected by a text from him right this should not harm me to the point where i feel like i need to respond or you know what i mean like this was ultimately a test for myself because i knew because i know this man's pattern i know boston based pattern i know the way he operates i could write a book about him okay I know how he is so I knew by month three of us not communicating or you know at all in each other's space I know by this time frame I'm gonna hear from him I just knew it right and you guys know the whole history of this podcast has been uh, a collection of the history of me and Boston Bay and how he's communicated with me throughout the duration of our situationship, relationship, dating, talking situation, right? Uh, so, because prior to, like many, many times throughout our little thing, he had, like, we've been on and off in the past, and I've, I knew, like, okay, this is month two, month three of us not talking, and then suddenly I get a text from him, and then we'll talk again for the next two months, if that. But it will always consistently be this type of communication, especially, and it was prior to me moving to, to uh, Houston. It was always the case with him prior to, yeah, prior to my move. Anyway, all that to say, <clears throat> I removed him from my block list, from my phone, to test myself, to give myself the opportunity to see the growth that I have, that I have, right? The growth and the realization and the confirmation that I have, um, that I have experienced from this man, right? Or from this situation with this guy. 
from Boston Bay. So the, that's that's the context, right? Okay, so he's 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 still blocked on, and he will remain blocked on social media because the the weird thing about him, amongst the many weird things, is that like when we would be on again. Like say we had a, like a quick tiff or a unnecessary argument that definitely could have been avoided, that definitely could have been just deaded, and we could have moved on. But because he's a certified narcissist, it doesn't get to that place of moving on. Moving on, right? Um, instead, he'll find ways to poke me and and um, find ways to show me that he's just a fucking asshole, right? So anyway, we'll get into like moments of tiffs with each other. And he'll still look at my Instagram stories, and not only will he look at it, but he'll he'll show a laughing emoji. He'll respond to it as if you didn't just call me a bitch through my text message, right? Like you'll you'll laugh at a joke that I said on my Instagram story as if you didn't just cuss me out. Like <laughs> I I've been with, like. Oh my God, this nigga would cuss me the fuck out. Just talk crazy to me. Talk me down. Very condescending. Um, call me crazy, right? Uh, that's the worst thing anyone could do to, to me, I feel like. One of the worst things. But when you call me crazy, like when you gaslight me, it's really an insult to my intelligence. And that's what, he done, that's what he's done many, many times. So he'll do that incessantly. Incessantly on social media so he'll remain blocked not even on mute no 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 i don't want him to see uh, an instagram post nor an instagram story and that's the only two places where we followed each other so or he's following me because i never follow him um okay so he's he's unblocked or he was unblocked well he still is unblocked i'm and let's get to it okay so case from the ex i swear to you there is something in the air there's like spirits guides there's this god even god is even in on it like there's somebody out there spiritually intangibly who is operating the ship when it comes to oh you want to move on from a toxic ex oh okay and you really want to be happy with a new man oh, okay i'm gonna bring him back into your life for a moment and see how you react okay and of course, maybe I invited this in because I did decide to unblock him from my phone, but I did it with the intention of recognizing to myself that I've done the work, I've moved forward, and I'm really, I'm really done with you. It's not just me saying it right now, because you know, I've walked you guys through many a times of me saying I was done with him many a times and me still being honest and transparent with you guys that oh well I took him back because I feel like he's he has so much potential and no I finally realized no 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 you don't get with someone or you don't stay with someone because of a potential right because ultimately you're delusional can we just sit down and talk about this? are you sitting down sit down for a second you guys sit down you're delusional. If you're if you're staying with someone, if you're about to marry someone, if you're still in a relationship with someone, whatever the context is, and you're with that person because of the idea of the hope. That's really what it is, a hope, a, a dream, a dream deferred, really, Langston Hughes. You're with someone based off of what you think they could be, 
right? What you think they have the, the, the opportunity to become, what you see in them to be, you're, you're crazy. You're delusional. And I've been delusional, so there's no judgment. So it's just, I'm saying all this to say, I'm hoping this is sparking any type of idea in anyone because I have to go through it to walk you guys through it. So hopefully you don't have to do it. Okay, bars. So I stay with him because of the uh, because of the potential. And I went back to him many times because of the potential, because I, I would see maybe snippets or moments of him possibly showing me that he was uh, not an asshole, right? Not intrinsically an asshole, not a damaged man. He's a damaged man. And I also, coming from someone who is compassionate, coming from someone who recognizes that your childhood leaves a strong impact in the person who you are today, I have a lot of leeway when it comes to your behavior or your mindset sometimes because I am so understanding and I love to understand history to understand why you are the way you are right now, right? And maybe that's just me like, well, you're over-intellectualizing it, sure. <laughs> I like to have these intellectual conversations or these intellectual moments. And that will put me in these situations where I am held victim by someone who's a narcissist. Anyway, saying all that to say, he was on, he's on, he's unblocked on my phone, right? So, and I just knew eventually, and I, I want to say it wasn't even too long, probably a month ago, I, I decided to unblock him from my phone. And I, I knew I wasn't going to reach out to him. I knew I wasn't going to suddenly hit him up because at the end of the day, like, what are we doing? No, why? No, I'm not doing that. So I decided to unblock him. And I just knew eventually he was going to reach out to me. I just had a feeling and I wanted to test myself. I wanted to put myself under fire, so to say, you know. So this past weekend, okay, not too long ago, depending on when you listen to this episode. Not too long ago, I'm on a trip with with Freckles Bay, okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm having a good time just being with him, just being in his presence, and we just always have a great time with each other, okay? He, and by he, I'm talking about Freckles Bay. So Freckles Bay is pounding me. Pound, like, pound, what, what, he's pounding, okay? And what, what the fuck, he's not hitting me in the face. Nigga is pounding me, front, back, side, side, in, in, out. Legs are open, okay? I'm getting pounded. I'm getting pounded. I get a little text. My phone is on DND and it's also on vibrate. My phone's on airplane mode or whatever. Like when I'm and what I, the way I am, when I'm with my man, I'm not interested in nobody else. I don't see it. I'm I'm Stevie Wonder. I don't want to talk to anybody else. I don't want you to call me. If there is an emergency, I'll talk to you later. I will, I'll see your call, but I'll call you when I'm no longer with my man. I, I just want to pour into us. You know, like I just want to pour into him. I just want to pour into what we have. I don't want to have even 15 minutes outside of him while we're together because I, I'm on the phone. 
because I'm responding to a text message because I'm in a group chat. Nigga, I'll talk to y'all later. That's how that's how I am. That's how I am. I don't know if any other women are like that. I am very intentional with my time with my man. Okay? So I get a phone call. Not okay, I didn't get a phone call. My phone is notifying me. I'm getting bounded, you know. Pussy is is is, is throbbing. Okay? He finishes his job. The job is complete. It is fulfilled. Everything is great. You know, naturally, you roll over. You may check your phone. You may want to scroll through Instagram. So I go, I go, I go to my phone. I go to my phone. I go to my phone. And of course, what do I see? Nigga. And I know this nigga's no phone number. I know this. So even though I don't have him saved as a contact anymore, even though this nigga doesn't have an emoji next to it, this nigga doesn't have a, a contact image to his contact. And, like, he's not a contact anymore on my phone. But I know his number. I know his number. And I know the way he texts. Right? You know how... When you text, uh, when you are in conversation with somebody, you know their colloquialism. Oof, that word is so hard. But you know the way that they speak. You know the way that they text. You know how many how many whys they put in the hey when they're you know when they're greeting you. You know the types of emojis they usually use. You know the the type the the text format that they use when they're texting you. You know this, okay? And I know Boston Bay like the back of my hand. At least the Boston Bay who I've known for the time period that we've been in each other's space. Okay? So I turn around. I roll over after getting pounded by my man. And guess what I see in my phone? I see a notification. And it says his number. And I know it's him, but I'm still kind of like, I'm unreeling myself. Like my, I'm still kind of blurry. You know how you have some good times with some, <laughs> I'm trying not to be too detailed, but like, you know how you just having a good time and you're, you can't even focus on something else right now, but you see your phone glaring at you and you're like, oh, but what is this? I'm wiping the crust out of my eyes and I see this text. I'm going to read it verbatim. And I purposely, and when I read it, I'm like, I instantly rolled my eyes. Before I even looked at the text, actually, I and I saw the number, I instantly, I gave myself the biggest smirk because I said to myself, oh, this is the test. This is the, this is it. Mama, this is it. This is, this is the opportunity you've been waiting for. This is the conversation that I will have on my podcast next time. <laughs> Honestly, whenever anything happens to me, I think about the podcast. I think about like, oh, I can talk about this on the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy this happened. Or I can talk about it because this happened. You know, like this is this is glee, I feel, <laughs> whenever something happens in my real life that I could bring to the podcast and give you guys update on. Because I haven't given you guys any updates on Boston Bay because I've really left that nigga on the bay. I've really left him on the bay. So I get this text. <clears throat> I get his motherfucking text. <laughs> and I'm smirking because I'm, again, I'm so happy because I know that I got it. 
this time. I know that finally this test has come around and I've studied for the test. I, I've stayed late nights, you know, uh, just just reeling, going back and forth with these test cards. I, I've, I've, I've quizzed myself. I've done mock tests, mock exams. I was prepared. I was going to ace it. And that I did, might I add, to, to just put a spoiler alert in case you're waiting for that. That I did. So he says, me, says to me, and I took a screenshot for this episode, of course. <laughs> so I'm like, so he says, hey, Max. And of course, he starts off with, and I knew it was, I already knew it was him because I know his number. Even if I forgot his number, I would know it was him, right? Or like, say if he used someone else's number. You know how some crazy niggas will try to use someone else's number if they think that you have them on block or, you know, so... Either way, I would know that it would be him based off of how he texts. <clears throat> so he says, hey, Max. And he says, hey, with two Ys. Already, I know it's Boston Bay. Already, I'm, I'm, I'm already annoyed. I'm already annoyed. And he does call me Max. I know Max is a, a typical shortened name that people will use for Maxine for Maximilis, right, or any other, I think that's the only two Max-type names that I know of. And honestly, I really don't like Max. I really want y'all to stop calling me Max. I've, I feel like I've said it before to people who's called me Max, and nobody cares to listen to me. Like, I'm not going to be upset, right? I'm not going to be like, don't fucking call me Max. Like, it's not that serious, but, like, I just I just feel like Maxine is enough. Like, it's not long. It's two syllables, Maxine will suffice, right? And Max just gives me such a masculine tone. Anyway, whatever. It's not it's not a big deal, you know, I guess. Just don't fucking call me Max, right? So, and I, I believe I told this nigga I don't like Max. But, of course, he doesn't listen to me because he's a narcissist. So, he says, hey, two wise Max. Just... No T. He did not put a T after just. So, again, I know it's Boston Bay because this nigga don't care about grammar. There's no care at all for grammar. He says, hey, Max, just thought of you. <clears throat> and that's one bubble. You know how you send a text? You, you could either send it all together in one full paragraph or you could break it up. He is a type of dude who will break shit up. And I don't I want you to tell me something in a constructed format. Why am I reading seven bubbles of your text message? Which thought am I going to respond to? Like, it's, it's too much for me. It's really too much. Which, which bubble do you want me to address? And what's so great about iPhones, though, you get to specifically reply to a bubble if you double tap it. So I do like that. But even so... Format your response. This is this is a tip for everybody. It could be friend. It could be a, a new nigga. It could be old nigga. It could be whomever. Acquaintances, bosses. Don't several bubble text me. Okay? Get your thoughts together. Because what it shows to me, it shows to me that you are so out of order. You Like, everything's just over there. You took a left, you took a right, you made a U-turn, and you don't know what to say. You're saying multiple things when you could have just, you could have thought before you spoke to me, right? 
you could have sat with yourself and really be in tune with your, you know, with your spirit. You, you could have done all these things prior to deciding to text me. But instead, what happens? You decide to text me several, several thoughts. <laughs> several thoughts. When you could have just did it all together. Like, wait until you get yourself together and then you can send me a text. Okay, well, I'm not done yet, obviously. So he says, hey, Max just thought of you <clears throat> and he used the the letter u for you like i'm okay then the next bubble says random i know okay okay y'all you know i'm gonna break apart every little word every every space random i let's stop right the fuck there because the, the rest of this text bubble you guys i wanted to just cuss him out but i knew it was a test right i want <laughs> i wanted to cuss him out because it's like nigga shut the fuck up yes it's random i'm sorry maybe turn the volume now i'm gonna say it again yes the fuck is random yes the fuck we haven't spoken in months yes the fuck is random let's and let's really expand on that I don't like when people from the past, and I'm saying people uh, purposefully here, <clears throat> okay? I had an old friend, female friend. We were best friends in college, in undergrad. Hit me up. Probably a day after Boston Bay hit me up. I don't know what's going on with the stars, whatever. But she hits me up. And we haven't, we haven't spoken since like a few months ago. We did, and we would do not even often, but we started doing these like random check-ins or oh, I just thought of you, hope you're doing well type of thing. And <clears throat> when I got that text from my old college best friend, I was annoyed. I still responded and I still conversed with her. It was a very short conversation because I just wasn't interested in having a conversation with someone who I haven't been having a conversation with. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't want random conversations. I want you to either be in my life consistently or don't be in my life at all. I really don't care for it. And yeah, oh, well, what about the history? What about the past that and the, you know, all the memories that we shared? Great. That was great, right? That was great. Past tense. I don't want to be with someone or talking to anybody or catching up with anybody. And all we do is catch up. All we do is talk about the past. I'm talking about the time where we went to a college dorm and party and got shit-faced. I'm 30. I'm not interested in that conversation. And it's always the whole, like, oh, well, I just thought of you. I just thought, okay, you thinking about somebody should not mean you could call them. <laughs> That's how I process, honestly. And I understand that, you know, we live in an age where you can't speak to someone every day. Sure. Because I don't want to talk to someone. There, I mean, Freckles Bay, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to talk to them all the time. But I understand, like, with the life that we have and just the responsibilities that we have with what we got going on or just, like, with your own mental capacity, you want to just be by yourself, and that's totally fine. I'm talking about, like, if it's been a whole month, if, if it's been weeks, and I haven't heard from you, and this continues, and it's been months, it's been a year, it's been two years, it's been more time, and you thought about me, and you just want to hit me up. So you never thought about me before? You never thought about me enough to, to keep on catching up with me 
where it doesn't feel like a catch-up, I'm really sick of that. Like, don't, if I've never heard from you, I don't want to keep on hearing from you. I don't want to suddenly hear from you. I don't want to randomly hear from you. I don't want you to start off the conversation by saying random, I know. Yes, it's absolutely random. You even thinking about texting me and starting off by saying random, I know, is enough for you to not even text me. It's, it's enough for you to not even send that text message. That's just how I am. Like, I don't want to, I, I hate that. Because I'm really in a space right now, <clears throat> and I've always been, because it really hurts me. It really hurt. It comes from a place of just hurt because I see it like we were friends. We were from me and my old college best friend. Uh, yeah, old college best friend. We were best friends, best friends. And we didn't have a huge falling out or anything. We just kind of went our separate ways, but we were really strong friends. And we spoke every day. We were with each other every day. We were roommates. We were in the same school, right, in the same university. We went on trips. Like, we were friends. We were best friends. And we're not any, like, I don't even hear from you at all. And she's never on social media. So I don't even find, like, there's, you know how sometimes if, if you're not even, like, okay, sure, you don't want to have full conversations with somebody, you know, but you could still see, you could still be a part of their life some way, somehow, because of social media, right? That is something that connects you two together. You know, that's one of the things, at least, that connects you two together. This girl is never, she does, she, 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 plug she unplugged herself from social media, and I just, I don't fucking know where she is. Like, I know she's back home in Boston, but it's just like, that's it. Like, that's, that's the end of me knowing anything about you. I don't want to be friends with anyone or build a relationship off of catch-up. Like, you know, me catching up with you. I don't like that. I really don't. So, and it comes from a place of just hurt because I just see it like, damn, we were really close friends and now we're, we're strangers. We're, we're merely uh, acquaintances, but we're really strangers. And we weren't just, you know, a couple years ago. And I understand the whole, well, you know, there's people in your life for a season and there's people in your life for a lifetime and then they also say there's people in life for a reason right I don't okay get, I get that part great sure but the whole season and lifetime thing it bothers me because I don't want seasonal people in my life I want you to, if you in my life you in my life period I, the friends who I've made since moving here to Houston the relationships that I formed here I want it for a lifetime. I want you to still be my friend 10 years down the line. I don't want it to just be, oh, well, we were friends just the first two years, and, you know, we just go. I really want lifetime relationships with people, you know, with men, with women, with just people. I want that. I don't want to feel like I'm just in your life and you forget about me. And we just don't care to have anything continued. And that was it. It really just hurts my family. It really just hurts my family. But anyway, so it bothers me. And I don't want... And so anyway, when I see texts from people who I was really close with in the past pop up, it just reminds me that, oh, well, damn, they were seasonal people. And I hoped and I wanted this relationship. I didn't even think this relationship was a seasonal one. I thought it was actually something that was going to last long. 
you know, and to be reminded that, oh, no, this relationship did not last long, won't last long, and it will remain this shortened seasonal thing is actually very, very hurtful for me. So when I got that text from my friend, from my old college best friend, I just rolled my eyes, kept the conversation short. Like, I don't fucking want to talk. I don't want to catch up. Life is good. Okay, what, what's next? You want to talk about that time when we went to the German club? You know, at UNH, like I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that. I don't want to. <clears throat> okay, so back to Boston Bay. <laughs> so yeah, so random I know. He says, random I know. But just wanted you. Okay, he still doesn't put the T in just, and he still didn't write out the full you and you. Just wanted you to know. You always, and here's the word that I just, I don't fucking, I can't fucking stand it. Uh, Let me bring you guys through it, because you're probably like, oh, bitch, get on, get on with it. I promise you, we have to break break it apart and really analyze this, okay? I just want, but just wanted you to know you always have a place in my heart. You always have a place in my heart. Oh, do I always have a place in your heart? I I wondered if I had a place in his heart. Like, nigga, I never thought about having a place in your heart. I never thought, I never wondered if there was occupancy to be had in your heart. There was no way I could have even imagined there was space in your heart for me because the way that you treated me nigga the fuck you you didn't have a heart but you want to tell me you always have a place in my heart oh, oh. and he he also cuz heart is not enough writing the word heart is not enough right it's inadequate he included the heart emoji right next to heart because me seeing that emoji adds so much weight to what he's saying and it makes me believe that he means that i always have a place in his heart nigga shut go to hell i thought you were actually already in hell i thought you stayed there you you came out in my heart emoji hope you are well smiley face and is that smiley face where you're with those two hands are like <laughs> you know what i'm talking about that smiley face is kind of like it's just it's childish it's, it's petty so he he ends it off like that okay that's what he ended off at and um letting this ruminate in my mind not because um I'm tempted to respond, not because I'm <clears throat> at all believing the bullshit, right? I'm ruminating uh, this in my mind because I'm thinking about like, wow, what I thought was going to happen actually happened. Oh, not even what I thought, what I knew was going to happen, happened. Here's an opportunity again for me to show up and show out for myself. Here's an opportunity to to uh, hold the hand from old Maxine, right? The the Maxine who who just believed the bullshit from him and tell her, finally Maxine, you won. <gasps> finally Maxine, you have the top 
hand here. Finally, Maxine, you have grown and you are no longer this naive young woman who who wanted to fall for this man based off of this idea that you had of him, based off of the potential that you have saw in him. You, I, I held the, and it's really is, mind you, y'all, I really hope you're with me right now because I'm going through this in my head. Like, I, I'm seeing the old Maxine, and I'm holding her hand. I'm holding her hand. I'm giving her the, the hope and the realization and a peek into the future that, hey, me right now, me right now told him, or not even told him, I didn't speak to him, I didn't respond, but me right now, we did it. We finally did it. We moved on. We won. The contest is had. God is good, right? So I'm thinking to myself also, should I just go ahead and cuss him out? No, because what a narcissist wants, what a narcissist wants is a response. Let that sit. If you're arguing with someone who only wants to argue with you, right? Who only want not argue with you. Know sometimes some arguments are needed because you get to learn the other person. You get to see what is the issue or you guys come to a point where there's growth and there's an apology at the end and there's a commitment to do better and to meet each other where we need to be met. That has never, that's a healthy argument and that has never happened between me and Boston Bay. So he, every time we've argued, every time we haven't seen eye to eye, it's, always been him doing it to to spite me to to poke me to continue to put me down and just like stomp on me and um he thrives off of it I remember a couple of times just off the top I would finally show my anger because even then I wasn't as vocal or as present in my emotions I would hide it. I would act like everything's all good. I'll put a smile on my face when in, when in actuality, I'm so upset that he did this again or I'm so upset that he spoke to me that way. I'm so upset that he called me this name or, you know, that name. And I would just, like, put it under the rug. <clears throat> but there's been a few times in the past when I show the expression on my face that I'm really upset. I'm like, no, you piss me off. Don't, don't speak to me like that. Or, you know, I, I would speak up. I would start to use my voice. And I remember the one time I did that, or one of the one time, one of the few times I did that, I said, he called me crazy, or he, he just, I forgot what it was, and I snapped. Not snapped, but, like, I showed my emotion, you know, I, and I said, don't speak to me like that. I don't like when you do that. That's disrespectful, right? <clears throat> his eyes, y'all, his eyes, there was a joy in his eyes, <laughs> There was, there was a sparkle. There was a gleam. He was riveting off of my reaction. He, it felt like he was waiting for that, and he wanted to see me crumble. He wanted to see me upset. He wanted to see all the times, all the, uh, the antics that he would use against me 
would finally break me. And finally, he sees a reaction, right? A reaction that he wanted. So he was thriving off of it. And I would never forget the look on his face. He was so gleeful about it. There was this glee. There was this joy about pissing me off. When a nigga is happy that you're mad, when a nigga is happy that you're sad or happy that you feel disrespected and you voice that, run, leave, don't come back. Because that is just a clear sign. This man is crazy. This man is a narcissist and you need to leave him alone. So I after even having a moment, a brief moment of thinking, hmm, should I respond and let him know for good that, you know, Either I respond in a argumentative way, right, with anger, with with rage, right, with hurt, or I respond um, maturely and say, look, we've been down this road many a times and it has never worked. I'm no longer, you know, like there's a way to end it maturely and I thought to myself, I done this already. I've I've already ended it many times. (laughs) And I still held the door open those times in the past because I wasn't really ending it, right? So I've already done that. I've already, there's been, I remember when I first uh, moved here in Houston in the first few months, I said to myself, like, look, this is a relationship that needs to be ended. It's, it doesn't serve me. It's actually very destructive. I don't feel heard. I don't feel seen. I don't feel listened to at all when I'm with this guy, when I'm even communicating with him over the phone. This is not a relationship I want to be in. And so I was saying this to myself, definitely come to that realization and that maturity point. And I sent him a text because he's not so easy to speak to over the phone. So I'm just going to send him a, this quick text. I send him a text, and I say, hey, you know, I I don't know what I said verbatim, but basically what I said was, you know, hey, um, I don't see this, or I don't see us going further than where we've been. I don't want to continue what we have going on. And I wish you well, right? Just like very short, like not a whole, I don't see this going because you, you know, I'm not trying to do all that. I'm done. You know, when I'm, when I'm done, I'm done. And what I love about myself is when I'm done, I'm done, right? When I moved on and when I've consulted with myself and I realized, okay, this is no longer it for me. This is not it for me. I I need to let this go. And I've made that decision and I've committed to that decision. I really mean it. And so I meant it, right? And I mean it. It's, it's, it is what it is. There's nothing that will change that. It, it's done, right? So seeing this text from Boston Bay saying, hope you are well with the smiley face, I decided like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to respond. <laughs> That's it. Um, it's really done. Like, it's done. And I, I, there was this joy. I smiled so hard internally uh, because I passed the test. <laughs> this test was coming. I studied for it. I did the work. I, I stayed late nights. I did it. I passed the test. So then... My nigga. So he sent me, oh, I didn't even mention the fact that he sent me this text 
at 12.16 in the a.m. Huh? Oh, so you only think about me at midnight, nigga? Go to hell. Go to fucking hell. Like, that's how you know his dick was hard or whatever it was. Just, like, so foolish. Like, you can't think about me at 3 p.m. Either way, I wouldn't have responded. But the point is, there's an essence. Like, I just wish, like... (laughs) And it's not like I wanted him bad, right? I've already moved forward from him. Even, like, even like I did the work prior to Freckles Bay, right? And, you know, I think oftentimes people think, oh, you move on, right? You're over him because you're now with someone new. No, that doesn't, because I could have many a times reached out back to Boston Bay prior to even knowing uh, or even being acquainted with at the time with Freckles Bay. Like, that that has no correlation. Sure, it helps, right? Sure, it helps to also be with someone who is just everything you ever wanted in a man, right? Or just in a man. Like, just, you look, you you write down the characteristics of a man. You see all of that in this, in this man finally. And it's like, oh, that's definitely not something I want to leave or even put in jeopardy. I'm like, sure, that's a motivation to not go back to an ex-boo. But prior to that, I already did the work within myself. And I already said to myself, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go back and forth with this guy anymore. Like, I, I'm old <laughs> when it comes to that. Like, now being in my 30s, you know, new, you know, 30, who this, you know, new decade, who this, I just don't want to bring what I've been doing in my 20s into my 30s. You know, I just see it like, you know, there's this growth, there's this new journey I'm on. I don't want to bring that into this new journey, into this new, into this newness of Maxine. So, you know, so this text I got from him was definitely a confirmation that I passed the test, that I did the work, and I'm, I'm really that bitch. So I didn't respond, right? Then that day, so he texted me at the start of that day at 12, 16 a.m. Then later on in that day, he texted me again. Yo, I thought like, okay, if he texts me again, again, okay, I'm just going to have to block his number and really let it, let it be done, right? Um, <laughs> but he texted me again, and he didn't say words. All he said was, all he, all he sent was the kiss emoji, and this nigga had the nerve to send me the kiss emoji without the heart. I just, here, let's just make it, can we just talk for a second, you guys? There's an art in sending emojis. There's an art. I don't want someone who I'm with to send me a kiss emoji and it doesn't have a heart to it. What? what? So you just kissing me like you kiss your, your grandma? You kissing me like you kiss your mom? No. Send me the heart kiss emoji. Like, and then the whole um, smiley emoji with the, the two hands. Yeah, like, it's like the spirit fingers. Don't send me that. Like, these are like bitch ass emojis. You sending me bitch ass emojis. That's what it is. You sending me bitch ass emojis. You sending me emojis that are still immature, that are still childish, that are not still into the man whom I'm with, right? Like, I don't assault, like, I don't fuck, I hate that, I really, I hate that. You don't send me bitch-ass emojis, huh? You want to send me a kissy, like, if this is you attempting to 
open the door again for me, right? If this is you trying to see if the window is still open. And again, I don't fault him for trying because we've done this many a times in the past. And this is finally me showing, no, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, you know? So I'm not even appalled that he texted me. I'm just... I'm just astounded by the lack of effort <laughs> in your way of communicating. I find it actually insulting on top of the many things that you that you've you know done towards me and the the many things that he's um put me through. It's the fact that you haven't spoken to me. We haven't spoken to each other. I haven't texted you. I haven't called you. I've left I left it alone. I left you alone. I left you. It was done. But your way of coming back into my life or your attempt to coming back into my life is so, it's not even mediocre. It's like bottom of the barrel. Like, do you, you rolled over in your bed and you was just like, oh, I remember Maxine used to be here. Oh, let me show her a text. Like, it was literally one of those things. And let me tell you guys what would happen. And you guys already know what would have happened if I responded. He would have been like, as soon as I responded, like, see, say if I still was on the whole, you know, I'm done, I've moved on, and I've done the work, you know, all that stuff, and I just responded on some, hey, his name, um, thank you, I hope you're well as well, right? You know, just super short and sweet, <clears throat> didn't send an emoji, didn't do anything extra, just said the, the respectful thing to say in this moment. Uh, thank you. I hope you are well as well, right? He would have ran with that. You know what he would have done? Because this is what he's done in the past, and this is how I responded in the past initially. He would have been like, I still love you. I still miss you, and he's done that. He's done that many a times, many a times. I still love you. I still miss you. I wish you were here. Um, when are you coming home? You know, when's the next time you're going to be in Boston? Or I'm going to fly out there in the next few weeks and I would love to catch up. You know, like, nigga, I just said, I hope you're well, too. And that's just me being a respectful human being. That's just me being mature. But he can't. The way he sees things is, oh, this is a door. This is a door. Oh, she she peeked through the door. That means she's going to open the door. That means the, the knob is going to turn. And this is my way in. And I'm just going to quickly tell her, I love you. I, I miss you. <laughs> you know? And then she's going to react in a way that will let me back into her heart. That will let me back into her mind. And I'm so proud of myself because I didn't give him any opportunity. I didn't give him any hope that he could be let in, right? I didn't respond. I didn't like, you know how on, if you text another iPhone person, um, there, you could, you could, if you don't want to respond, you could just double tap that message and like it. You could put a question mark. You know, there's different ways to respond without responding. I didn't do any of that. And I'm still happy I did not block him from my phone number because I wanted him to see that I didn't do any of that, right? I wanted him to see that the text was delivered. <laughs> the text went through successfully, nigga. Like, everything happened just fine. Your phone is not broken. My phone isn't broken. I received your message. 
<laughs> this, and I don't leave the red receipts on, so I wasn't petty like that, but I received it, <clears throat> and um, I still didn't respond. I received it, and I still am not going to talk to you ever again. Like, I, I'm done. Again, when I'm done, I'm done. When I'm done, I'm done. When, I, when I've decided to move on from someone, I move on. So it really, you know, if you want to be someone who's in my life for a season, it hurts. It's hurtful. But once I realize that it's a seasonal thing, okay, I'm done. I'm moving on. Because, again, I just want lifetime people in my life. I want lifetime relationships. So, yeah, when he sent me that kissy face, I just feel like, you know, again, it's, it's the bare minimum for me. That really just annoys me because though I was not in, at all interested in conversing with Boston Bay again, though there is no, I, there is no glimmer of a hope that this door could, no, it's like, nigga, what? I, I look back, I'm just like, damn, I really just put up with this bullshit. And now I think about it like, I would never do that now. Like, this would never, excuse me, this would never be a thing that is continuous today. That that ship has sailed. The 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 shore is rested upon. Things are new. I can't bring old stuff into my thirties. I'm thirty. Well, what are we doing? What, what? Huh? You just thought about me. Okay. What am I supposed to do with that? Like what? What? what uh, things like what okay sure I think about a lot of things I think about <laughs> World War One I, I think about composition I think about the book I read last week or I think about the chapter that I'm trying to finish up and the characters in the story I still think about behind her eyes on Netflix I think about a lot of things so me happening to think about a random ex a random ex is not enough for me to feel like, wow, I thought about this guy. Let me go ahead and reach. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean anything. And here's, here's a G move. I feel like I got to tell some guys how to be men. Because here's a G thing to do. A real gangster. A real thug ass nigga. Let, is your notepad out? Let me, let me break it down. If you're trying to get your girl back... <clears throat> If you're trying to get a girl back, and let's keep it specific to text message, because I think ultimately the real G shit to do is go see your girl, right? <laughs> but she's in another state. Take the first, take the first ticket available and go see her, right? But that couldn't have happened with Boston Bay because he doesn't know my address, especially my new address. No, so I don't have to deal with no creepy ass nigga. And this, my home is tightly secure. So praise the Lord for that. But Aside from those ways of, of getting your girl back, there's a way to text someone to get them back into their life, right? I feel like here's, here's what he could have said to me instead. Instead of saying, hey, Max, just thought of you. Random, I know, but just wanted you to know you always have a place in my heart. Hope you are well. Smiley spirit hand uh, emoji and uh, the kissy emoji a few hours later without a heart. Like, go to hell. Here's what he could have done. It still wouldn't have worked, but my thing is I would have respected it more. You know, I would have respected it, period. I would be like, oh, okay, 
he, he got better, right? <laughs> he got better in his texting, but it's still not, like, I've moved on. It's still not enough for me to um, at all be interested. So anyway, um, <clears throat> here's what, what he could have done. Could have been like, hey, Max, because that's how he talks. So I'm going to start it off the way that he, he, uh, that he talks. Could have been like, hey, Max. Um, and I want you to state the obvious. I want you, so keep the whole random I know, but say it in a different way. So, hey, Max, I know it's been a while since we've talked. And first of all, I just want to apologize. I want you to, again, start off with an apology because that tells me accountability. That tells me acknowledgement. That tells me growth. You know, all these things. So, hey, Max, I know it's been a while since we've talked. I want to start off by saying I'm sorry for the way I've treated you, and I know I haven't been the best guy, I haven't been the best man, so I just want to say I'm sorry about that. I've done some work, I've gone, I've been going to therapy lately, and I've been realizing the error of my ways. I'm telling you guys, I'm not done with the text, this is, this is, this is the text, Okay. I've I've been doing I've been realizing the error of my ways and <clears throat> I just want you to know that I'm I'm doing better. I'm getting better with with myself. Um I also want you to know that I'm sorry that okay, I said, I said I'm sorry. I just want you, I also want you to know that I love you. I miss you. I think about you all the time and whether or not you whether or not you decide to respond i just wanted you to know this and i hope i could hear from you again right and i hope you're doing well anything along those lines would have been respectful it would have made me really sit back and think wow he's He's doing better. Because at the end of the day, although I've already said to myself and I've already moved forward from the idea of him, right? I've moved forward from the potential that I had in my head about him and about us. And I've realized, oh, I actually don't really like him. I like the idea of him. I liked what I thought he could have been. But the him that I've been experiencing, I don't like, I don't want, I'm not attracted to. And he's a handsome guy. Don't get me wrong. He's a hand, like he's a thug type of handsome nigga. Like, <laughs> you know, but I wasn't drawn to him romantically because he wasn't this romance type of guy. He wasn't really in tune with his, his own essence. So he didn't know how to be um affectionate he wasn't affectionate at all yet i would create these moments in my mind of him potentially being affectionate you guys i would go through memories that never happened between me and boston bay and these memories would include a boston bay that is not real a boston bay who i have molded him to be to a Boston Bay who is affectionate, a Boston Bay who is loving and kind and sweet and understanding and and funny and I'm creating this whole new man and I'm trying to put him under Boston Bay. I'm trying to <laughs> mold him to this guy. And then I had to sit with myself and say, I don't like him. 
I don't like, I don't like you. I really don't like you. And I had to do the work and realize I don't like you. Instead, I stay with you because I was so committed to the idea of what I thought you could have been and not committed to the reality of who you are. So all that to say, regardless of how he would have, of how he texted me, like if he did text me correctly and respectfully in the way that I just scripted for you guys, I still would have, like it still doesn't matter. Like I still already committed to just being done with it. Um, I still would have been like, wow, okay, that's good. It's good that he seemingly has done the work. It's good that he has seemingly has um, just been doing better internally. Because at the end of the day, I still wish him well. I know I say a lot of, you know, I hope he go to hell. You know, go to hell, nigga. Die in hell. I still wish you well. (laughs) Two things are true at the same time. (laughs) No, but I do. I do wish him well. That That is genuine. You know, knowing... Especially knowing his history, knowing his childhood, knowing the abandonment that he experienced from his father, knowing the drug-addicted home that he lived in, knowing the abuse that he witnessed continuously, knowing the environment that he was living in, the poverty that he was in, the drug dealers outside. That Like, he'd been through a lot, which is why I stayed with him because I felt like, oh, maybe, maybe if I show him a different world he'll be who I thought he could be right so I have compassion for him I have compassion for him I do wish him well I do wish that and by well I mean like I wish that internally he can be happy I do wish that internally he can find peace and I say that because I know that he doesn't have peace in his life at least from the time that I've been with him the you know the time that I've been with him, he he still is someone who is very anxious, who tries to relieve his anxiety by incessantly smoking marijuana. This man is addicted to it. Every time he, he was with me, he's rolling up, and he creates this little, his, his bong where he cuts up a Sprite bottle, a 32-liter Sprite bottle, the, the, the bottom is cut open, and it's, like, concocted into a, a little system, and it's, like, this whole, like, nigga, are you an engineer? Uh, hello? You're an engineer? Like, it's the, it's the effort, the amount of effort that he took to make that bong <laughs> could have been shown in how he treated me and how he texted me, right? But no, I'm not weed. But anyway... Every time, every time we, every time we spent to get, spend time together, every time I was at his house, this nigga was rolling up. He was uh, not about to say snoring, no, um, but rolling up. He was just using that bong, and every time he finished inhaling it, he will go on this coughing tirade, just this, this coughing, this coughing journey. <laughs> just like nigga, are you about to die right now? Are you gonna die right now? He was going. He will go off on this call, and I'm just sitting there, not smoking weed with him. Sure, he offers because that's the gentleman thing to do, but I'm not smoking weed. I'm not into. I'm not into weed, so I'm sitting there, (laughs) 
super. I'm looking super pure. <laughs> I'm in all white. I got a halo on. I'm sitting there. This nigga is coughing up a lung. He's he's rolling over on the couch. <laughs> What is everything okay? When's the last time I, I, you know, completed my CPR certification? Like, I don't even know. I gotta go on YouTube real quick. Like, he's coughing up his life away, you guys. And I'm just, and I finally realized, okay, maybe I'll just like <clears throat> uh, pat his chest. Because they say if you pat the back, it's actually not helpful. It's better to pat the chest. So I'm patting his chest. He's. <laughs> Nigga is dying. He's he's dead. He's dead. He died. He died. He dies every time we're together. Dude, he's he's dead. He's fucking dead. I'm patting his chest, patting him down. And again, it's just him demonstrating the lack of peace that he has within himself. This is another display of his lack of peace, of the misery that he is dealing with, that he's living with internally, and it manifests itself in many different ways, right? And especially in the ways that he treats, or that he treated me. So, anyway, I say all that to say, compassion is still had. Compassion is had for him, and I do wish him well. I do wish that he... You know, instead of me having, instead of me always having a place in his heart, <laughs> I, I wish a therapist would. I wish a therapist always had a place in his heart. I wish healing always had a place in his heart. I wish um, joy and peace always had a place in his heart. <laughs> Nigga, I wish joy had a place in your heart, motherfucker. I, I wish peace and love and community and kindness always have a place in your heart. I don't need to be there. I'm fine. I'm good where I'm at. I don't need to be in your heart. That is not my residence. I do not need to be there. Life is good. Okay? Anyway, I share that story because I want you guys to understand that when you're with someone new, there will be moments when you're reminded of an ex and it's like, it all comes at you at once because this is not the first ex bae <clears throat> who reached out to me that weekend with my new bae. This, this this is the this is one out of two, one out of two. So the next one, I got a phone call. I got a phone, and you again when I'm with my bae, with my when I'm with my man. I don't want to hear from anybody. I, my phone is broken. I don't want to. It's not like I'm, I'm hiding any. No, I just don't. I want to be present. You know, times go, time goes by so fast when you're having fun. When you're having a good time with someone, time goes by so fast. So I want to relish in every moment. Even when we're just watching TV, I want to relish in this, in this TV show. I want to relish in this scene right now. I don't have time to, to be on a phone call, especially with someone who is no longer a romantic interest in my life, <clears throat> okay? So I got a call from this other bae. <clears throat> Child, and I haven't talked about this bae in a minute. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say this person's name or the nickname that I gave this person, so, because this person gets 
gets off on me mentioning the name. So I'm not even going to do it. But I get a phone call from this person, from this bae. And I look at my phone, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this was after I get a text from Boston Bay. And I get this phone call from this other one. Like, I, did y'all come together? Did, did you guys know each other? Like, did you guys decide, oh, Maxine is with someone? Oh, Maxine's really happy. Maxine's in love right now? Oh, okay. Let me go ahead and, and let me go ahead and see what's going on. Let me go, let me go fucking ahead and see if, if I could still tap that. And the answer is no. Hello? Is, hello? Is this thing on? Hello? The answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. And the answer is don't ever text me again. Don't ever call me again when I'm getting pounded by my new man. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. But mama... How would they have known that you were getting pounded by your new guy? You should just know. You should just know at any given opportunity when you're even thinking about me and thinking about me enough to shoot me a text, you should think to yourself, huh, she could be with a new guy. She could be with a new, let me not not go ahead and text her. No, don't fucking text me. I get a call from this, uh, this other bae and I see my phone, and I'm looking at the phone like, what the fuck? And I'm letting it ring, but I finally, like, you know how you could just end the call quick enough? I finally do that after letting it ring. And I do that on purpose. Um, I did that because, one, I was going to pick up anyway, but, two, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you never, you haven't called me in, I want to say, months. I can't even give you a number, but just months. We haven't communicated outside of <clears throat> anything. We haven't communicated at all. And you want to give me a phone call? Like, is this an emergency? Why are you calling me? Send me a text. Like, what are you calling me for? I don't care if something just randomly came up on the screen and it reminded you of me. I'm sick of that, but I think that is such a cop-out. Don't let, don't let anything remind you of me. Nothing reminds you, nothing reminds you of me, nigga. Nothing reminds you of me. Nothing reminds you of me. Stop it. You just trying to see what's what. But mama, mama. <laughs> mama. <laughs> something could have just happened and he just. No, this person just wanted to see if you remember this memory, right? I, I, I don't. I don't. I lost all memory of us. I lost all, I lost all memory of us. And that's just me, regardless if I was with anyone new or not. When I've moved on, say with me, I've moved on. I don't need to go back down memory lane. This goes with friendships, old friendships. This goes with old romantic relationships. I don't need to go down memory lane. There is no need to go down memory lane. It's over. My hands are wrapped. I'm done. What are we doing? Well, why are we talking anymore? Like, why are we still communicating at all? What is there that you need to have a conversation about? You need to really talk about a topic that we used to talk about? You really need to, like, go... I don't... What is... I need to go. I gotta go. <sighs> so anyway, 
This is all while I was getting pounded by my man. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Everything was happening while I was getting pounded. <laughs> I don't want to hear from anybody else. I don't want to I don't want you to ever I don't want you to ever know my name anymore. I don't remember anything that we did in the past. I don't recall any memory, uh, any memory we shared. I don't recall it. Huh? We did what? Oh, we did that together? Oh, I, I forgot. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm done. I moved on. I would really play, not even a play. Like, I, I'm, I think I, I'm a borderline hat and it's, uh, what is it? Is it amnesia? Yes. <laughs> Anesthesia. Amnesia. I borderline may have amnesia or a selective amnesia in particular. Selective amnesia. Because I don't remember any of, any of the times that we've shared together. Don't ever hit me up again. Don't ever hit me up again while I'm getting pounded by my man. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Be sure to leave a review, give me five stars, and of course, subscribe. Also, follow God Built This Podcast on Instagram at God Built This Pod. God bless.